You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. November 18th, Romans chapters 4 through 6. What then will we say? that Abraham our forefather is found according to the flesh. For if Abraham was justified by works, he is something to boast about, but not toward God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the reward is not counted as grace, but as something owed. But to him who doesn't work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness." Even as David also pronounces blessing on the man to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord will by no means charge with sin. Is this blessing then pronounced only on the uncircumcised or on the the circumcised or on the uncircumcised also? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. How then was accounted? When was he... When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. He received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had while he was in uncircumcision, that he might be the father of all those who believe, though they might be in uncircumcision, that righteousness might also be accounted to them. He is the father of circumcision to those who not only are of the circumcision, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham which he had in uncircumcision. For the promise to Abraham and to his offspring that he would be heir of the world wasn't through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void, and the promise is made of no effect. For the law produces wrath, for where there is no law, neither is there disobedience. For this cause it is of faith that it may be according to grace, to the end that the purpose, the promise may be sure to all the offspring, not to that which is only of the law, but to that which is also of the faith of Abraham, who is father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is in the presence of him who he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls the things that are not as though they were. Against hope, Abraham in hope, believed to the end that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken, so will your offspring be. Without being weakened in faith, he didn't consider his own body already having been worn out, he being about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet looking into the promise of God, he didn't waver through unbelief, but grew strong through faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore, it was also credited to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written that it was accounted to him for his sake alone, but for our sake also, to whom it will be accounted who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up from our trespasses and was raised for our justification. Romans chapter 5. Being therefore justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only this, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope doesn't disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the 
Holy Spirit, who was given to us. For while we were yet weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for righteous man. Yet perhaps for a good person, someone would even dare to die. But God commends his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we will be saved from God's wrath through him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we will be saved by his life. Not only so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Therefore, as sin entered into the world through one man and death through sin, so death passed to all men because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not charged when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam until Moses, even over those whose sins weren't like Adam's disobedience, who was a foreshadowing of him who was to come. But the free gift isn't like the trespass, for if by the trespass of the one the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. The gift is not as through one who sinned, for the judgment came by one to condemnation. But the free gift followed many trespasses to justification. For if by the trespass of the one, death reigned through the one, so much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. So then, as through one trespass, all men were condemned. Even so, through one act of righteousness, all men were justified to life. For as through the one man's disobedience many were made sinners, even so through the obedience of the one many will be made righteous. The law came in that the trespass might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded more exceedingly, that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 6. What then shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound? May it never be. We who died to sin, how could we live in it any longer? Or, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, so we must also walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, we will also be part of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, so that we would no longer be in bondage to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. But if we died with Christ, we believe that we also will live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin one time. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Thus, consider yourselves also to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, don't let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey in its lusts. Also, do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin will not have dominion over you, for you are not under law but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? May it never be. Don't you know? 
that when you present yourselves as servants and obey someone, you are servants of whomever you obey, whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness. But thanks be to God that whereas you were bond servants of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were delivered. Being made free from sin, you became bond servants of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For as you presented your members as servants to uncleanness and to wickedness upon wickedness, even so now present your members as servants to righteousness for sanctification. For when you were servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit did you then have at that time in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and having become servants of God, you have your fruit of sanctification and the result of eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.